Janelle Cho and Lily Parker. Today we will be talking about the extensive career programs offered at PV designed to help students discover their passions for the future. In this episode, we will be interviewing Mrs. Johnson, the Career Center Advisor, and Daniela Rabarczyk, a senior who has lots of job shadow experience. Now we have with us Mrs. Johnson, who is the Career Center Advisor. Hello. Hi. Could you please tell us about what a job shadow is in PV and how the process goes? Sure. So job shadows are a one-day, uh, generally three to four-hour experience where they students go out to the business and get a chance to see what it's like in the real world. Mm -hmm. there. And then they shadow that person around, ask questions, and then they come back to school. The way they get started is they complete a job shadow application, then they um, bring it to me, either they set it up or I set it up, then they do an intro letter, and then afterwards they do a thank you letter and an evaluation. Is this for all students grades 9 through 12? Just 10 through 12th grade. Freshmen, we think, are still trying to get in that transition mm -hmm. and really should be thinking about what they like and what they're good at and finding that out. And off the top of your head, what percentage of students would you say do more than one, shadow, one job shadow besides for the econ extra credit? I would say that there's probably about 40% that do that because they might do it as a sophomore, a junior, and then a senior. Mm -hmm. And these job shadows are free, correct? Yes, they are. Well, let, and let me qualify. Niobe Zoo has one, a program that they have to pay, but I don't send anybody there anymore. <laughs> and so now we'll take them to Blank Park Zoo. What are some of the most unique job shadow opportunities available to students at PV? I think that depends on what the students are interested in. For me, it would be something different than maybe what the students mm -hmm. are. I think the most common would be engineering, teaching, um, and business. Those are mm -hmm. our three most popular ones that are often asked. Um, our most recent that I've been interested that was unique was uh, an ethical hacker. Oh, wow. And an ethical hacker is somebody that works for a company or like for the government, mm -hmm. and they try and hack into a system to see if they can get around and find out if there's any bugs in their system. Wow, I didn't know about that. Um, how long has the Job Shadow program been available to students? Oh, gosh, it's been around for probably about 25 years. And I've been doing this for 13 years. Now, obviously, this is like integrated with the econ extra credit. They get extra credit for that. Is there a reason why it's econ? Because all the juniors take it on mm -hmm. there. And sophomores, it, they don't necessarily drive. Mm -hmm. And so then I would have to be driving so many more students, which yeah. would make it more difficult on there. Um, so to do that, they can certainly do that. And I have some sophomores, but not as many. Juniors are at that age where they're driving, and we have a class. Seniors, there's no class that every senior has to take on there, so we can't have them do that. Mm -hmm. And how far do people go for job shadows normally, or is there like a certain distance that you can only travel? 
typically we have in the Quad Cities, and I try and find things within the uh, Quad Cities, but as I mentioned, like with Nyavi Zoo and a zookeeper, that might not be an option mm -hmm. on there. So we might send them to Blank Park Zoo in Des Moines, or they want to be an astrophysicist, and that's not something we have around <laughs> here on there. And so they've been able to go to University of Iowa, where they were shadowing somebody that worked on the NASA mission, oh, wow. and uh, the Juno, and they got to actually podcast and talk with uh, NASA people. So that was a pretty cool opportunity. And what is your goal um, for students to get out of the job shadow experience? My goal is that they find something to connect with on there. Whether they like the job or not, they find out that they don't, mm -hmm. that's equally as important because that's yeah. one more thing they can cross off their list. If they're planning on going to college, one more thing they don't have mm -hmm. to study and save a little bit of money that way on there. And then along with job shadows, PV offers lunch and learns to students. And would you say that students take full advantage of these lunch and learns? No. Yeah. I think that we uh, we used to do, I mean, I might have 70 kids at, mm -hmm. uh, or 70 students. And I think our average has been running 20 to 30 um, this last year on there. They're fabulous opportunities. Mm -hmm. The one we had yesterday with education lunch and learn was amazing. So much good information. The one gentleman from St. Ambrose, um, is 78 years old. He was able to walk uh, and march with Dr. King oh, wow. and worked with Dr. King uh, for, and went down to Alabama. He had so many great stories That's to amazing. share. Other than education, what other types of lunch and learns are there? Our next one coming up would be world language and I'm trying to reschedule our visual lunch and learn but I try and do something where I talk to the teachers first, see what they're interested in, but then I really focus on what's available in the Midwest for careers mm -hmm. and highlight those. And are freshmen able to attend the Lunch and Learns? Yes. Since they're different so than job shadows? Okay. Ninth through 12th graders for that. Perfect. And how long have these Lunch and Learns been available for students? Only about four years. We had done career fairs where we took the whole school, whole grade, so oh, like wow. all of the freshmen, and nobody liked that on really? there because the students had to go and choose not only one career, mm -hmm. but three career pathways, which might include nine different careers. And then the teachers didn't like it because they had a whole grade level gone for yeah. a half, and it was a half a day. Mm -hmm. And businesses had to give up a half a day's worth of pay on there. So that's a lot of time from them. Mm -hmm. So the career fair, or the lunch and learns are far better uh, with time commitment. And we found that we can do the post-secondary uh, opportunities that we didn't get to do with career fair. So now we get to talk about post-secondary and the career. Yeah, that's great. Well, hopefully this podcast gets the word out to all the students here to participate in the job shadows you provide. I hope so. <laughs> Thanks Thank for you. having us. Thanks. Now we're here with Daniela Rabarczyk, a senior, to talk about her job shadows and lunch and learns. Hi, Daniela. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So I'm going to ask you about your job shadow experience. So could you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so I did two job shadows my junior year. My first one was at the FBI offices in Moline, and I was looking into being um, kind of a forensic analysis. And so they just talked us, um, there were three of us there, so they talked about different aspects of the FBI, kind of the agent part of it, the psychologists behind the whole researching and investigating, and then kind of the, also the behind the scenes of a forensic analysis. And we looked at labs, we were able to talk with the FBI agent, ask tons of questions, watch some videos, it was really great. And then my second job shadow was at the Davenport Police Station. 
And that was also for a forensics analysis. Um, I was able to see a lab that time, so that was really cool. And I also learned more about kind of our local police, which I didn't really know about. It was great. Uh, did you initially do the first job shadow with the FBI for Econ Extra Credit, or were you intrinsically motivated? No, I definitely did it for the extra credit, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, why did you choose to do more job shadows? Um, well, like I said, I did my first one for my econ extra credit, which is really helpful. I, mean, I highly recommend. Um, but I did the second job shadow because Mrs. Johnson knew I was interested in multiple careers and that I wanted more just experience with talking and um, talking to people in the field. And so she said that this was kind of a different side of like a forensic analysis. And so I was interested in that because obviously um, a police station is local government, whereas the FBI is federal government and kind of they have completely different training and processes you have to go through. It's very organized. And would you recommend doing multiple job shadows to other kids? Like, is it an easy experience to sign up for and attend? Yeah, it's really easy. Um, even if you just know people like, a dentist that you want a job shadow, usually Mrs. Johnson can find them or someone else, like some other dentist that you could job shadow. And if you're interested in multiple careers, it's a really good way to actually go out and see how it works and see what they actually do because sometimes that's different than our perception of the job. And so I even know seniors that have gone on job shadows and they really enjoyed it and were like, oh, I definitely don't want to be a pharmacologist now. Mm -hmm. And like, that totally changed their career plans and the colleges they were applying to. So I definitely recommend it. Um, would you do a job shadow again if you were given the opportunity? Or do you want to do another job shadow right now? Yeah, I definitely would. Um, you know, because I did those job shadows, I'm not really interested in that field anymore. So it was great to be able to kind of eliminate something off of my list, especially now that I'm a senior. I've kind of narrowed down the field of my options. And did your job shadows help you narrow it down? So what are you thinking about doing when you go out to college? Um, I would say it's easier to say what I'm not doing, <laughs> which would be probably I'm not going into the medical field, I'm not going into engineering or architecture or agriculture. Mm -hmm. I may be looking at a performance major in viola or business or anthropology or some science, maybe biology or genetics. You said that you did a lunch and learn. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so I also did a lunch and learn before my job shadows my junior year, and that was a business lunch and learn because I had put down accounting as another job I was interested in. And um, Mrs. Johnson said there would be an accountant at the lunch and learn. So I went and I heard about a lot of local businesses, small businesses, big businesses, companies, corporate, stuff like that. And there was an accountant there, and I learned about that, kind of what college path I would have had to go on if I had chosen that as my career and it was great I got to ask lots of questions it was good would you recommend doing lunch and learns to other students yeah I would there's a lot of options and fields for lunch and learns with like education business uh, engineering science stuff it's really great because you hear from actual people who have been doing their job for a while and like were you at one point so just kind of what their thought process was and what got them to that point in their life are Lunch and Learns an easy experience to sign up for and attend? Yeah, it's super easy. You just go to Mrs. Johnson, um, maybe kind of tell her what careers you're interested in, and she can probably give you a Lunch and Learn. You just put your name down and show up at the period. Um, yeah, you prescribe your Lunch and Learn. Go down to the black box was where mine was, but I think now they hold them in the commons. Thank you, Daniela. Yeah, thank you.
As our interviewee said, partaking in job shadows and lunch and learns are unique opportunities when deciding on a career path. Our takeaway from this episode is that it's important to learn more about different fields of study, even if you choose to go into something else, and take advantage of the resources the Career Center provides during your time at PBHS. That's all we have for this episode of Voices of the Valley. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast because these halls have so much more to say. Thanks for listening. Thank you.